Welcome everybody, we back. It's the One Against the Grain podcast with another episode. I am your host, Brownie Blends, along with... Alicia J, back again. And I'm ready to talk about all this because it has been crazy this week. People are out here doing a lot. <laughs> I'm kind of getting, i kind of been over under the weather like the last three days. I'm kind of getting over a slight little cold. You probably hear it in my voice a little bit. I've been on a nice run. I went on a nice... Um, Probably like a good two year run without getting sick. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Oh. I, don't, I don't know how okay. I got this uh, um, little cold, but I'm good now getting over it. I got uh, something to help me, like a little hot toddy. I'm getting a lot of recommendations to help me get through it, but I'm glad to be back. How's your week? You know what? It has been a busy, busy, busy one for me, but um, I'm here. I also, I wasn't under the weather, but I had a like a back spasm this week. And it took me out. Like, I, I can handle a lot of pain, but, like, literally, when your back is hurt, like, that's, everything yeah, is hurt. That's, 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 <laughs> that's age kicking in right there. That's the, First of all, <laughs> we didn't need to bring up age. <laughs> we won't. The, you don't want to get that the, back. <laughs> I was about to compliment you on your shirt and everything. Then you had to go girl, there. So, girl, that, okay. that's the, all right. That's the, that's all the right. one thing. You got the, the girl one. dad shirt on talking about my age. Okay, Brownie. Okay. <laughs> That's the one okay. thing I miss about my uh, childhood is is getting out to bed and not feeling no aches and pains, no back, no knees, no nothing. So when you start talking spasms, that's it. Or or you might have put in too much work at the gym, one of the two. Well, it could be that. But also, like, you know, playing sports, like, my yeah. body has never been the same since, <laughs> you know, gotcha. playing basketball. So I, I got a remedy. I got a remedy for that for you. Uh-oh. What is it? I'm scared. No, a, table, a teaspoon of mustard. Really? Yeah, mustard. Spasms. Charlie horse. Char- you know, a Charlie horse is next to, got to be the cousin of death to me. That's like the worst. That's the, that's the, you ever, you ever had one of the worst Charlie horses in your life in the back of your leg? And then as soon as you try to stretch it out, it start hurting in the front and shit. So now no. you, you try <laughs> Charlie horses are straight from the devil. That's for sure. I know. No, I know. but so, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I'm 6'6". Six, six, mm. And growing up, I had crazy growth spurts, like uh-huh. insane growth spurts. And I used to get the worst growing pains, mm. like to the point where my mom took me to the doctor, like they were that bad. Um, so it kind of felt like I had like Charlie horses, like all over the place. Yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah, Man, you're six six. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 probably six feet on a good day. I'm I, glad I like that you said it like some, that. On a good <laughs> on a good day, so, so <laughs> some people try to. My daughters try to give me five eleven, but I like to hang. You can round that off to the nearest tenth. I take six. But feet. see, that's the problem. That's the problem, Brandy. That's the problem. <laughs> All this rounding up. People be, you know, I'm on these dating apps or whatever. People be saying, uh-huh. "Oh, I'm six three. and they mm-hmm. come in at a good six one, maybe. You know, it's like, mm, nope, you're not. But that's okay. That 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 that, that extra uh that extra inch, I don't know, it does something for my masculinity. It kind of feeds my. It's a my, height it's catfish. It's a height <laughs> catfish. 
That's what that uh, not, is. Not necessarily. If you wear like, if I buy these big, if I buy the big designer sneakers like the Versace or the uh, Bensi, uh, uh, Balenciagas or the, uh, you know what I mean? They got the. Is big that giants. actually you, or do those come <laughs> off? Are those? Is that actually you? Okay. Those, All right. Those come off, but we live in a world where perception is reality, right? So if I put those, so if much. I wear those, if I wear those seven seventy percent of the time, I'm sick too. But I always look shorter because I'm always around taller people. So that's my issue. You know what I mean? Okay. And pictures, All right. and pictures okay. are, but six feet sounds like a good solid number, right? Sure. Yes. If it's correct, it sounds like a great number. So. Six feet is a great solid number. So we're gonna. You know stick what? With I'm that. gonna let you run with that. I'm gonna let you run with that. <laughs> so 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 how's your week been? Getting you tell us about your week. No, it's it's just been good. Like, you know, I'm blessed to be busy. I'll just put it like that. Every time I get to the point where I'm just like, can I put one more thing on my calendar? I just remember yeah. that I have a calendar and I should be thankful for yeah. that. So Yeah, that's that, that that's that's true. I did some traveling this past weekend. We finally got the shop back up and running. You know what I mean? The uh, HBO, the shop. We did an episode this past weekend. I don't want to give away who was on that episode, but it'll be you'll see it within the next three weeks okay. or so. It should be Aaron. But I was excited to get back in, in the swing of in the thick of things. I was I was amazed at how crowded the airports were. Airplanes have completely opened up that middle seat. So okay. the COVID protocol, that's over with. I also noticed that people are walking around the airports now. Um, you, There's no longer the mask shaming now. So people are walking around the airports with their mask kind of on their chins a little bit. You know, they're exposing their noses, but they have it on. But security's not running up to you saying, hey, put your mask back on. They kind of letting people mm-hmm. kind of do their thing now. You know what I mean? So, well, that's, you know, when the CDC confuses everybody, and says, you know, just, you know, wear your mask if you're um, <laughs> if you're not vaccinated. But, you know, just all of this, like, how do you even go up to someone about their mask anymore? You really can't because they said, this, you know what I'm saying? It, like, the it's CDC, crazy. The, C, the CDC is our daddy now. Not mine. And they make the rules now. They're, they're everybody's daddy now. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's just, uh, It's been changing from week to week. You know what I mean? Well, and then they're going to tell people to just go off the honor system. Have you seen what has been happening for the last, you know, year? I mean, just look at the way people have been doing it when they were supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Now you're going to talk about an honor system. Get out of here. You're talking honor system. This is America. You know what I mean? And then you got fake vaccination cards floating around already. I think you can get them as as uh, low as $50 now. Oh, they, they have to do something to because the honor system is not going to work. Otherwise, it's it's uh, validating the fact that maybe it just doesn't matter at all. You know what I mean? Because you who's they have to have some way to prove it, whether it's through your phone, whether it's this chip that I have in my shoulder now. I saw a video about uh, people putting magnets on their arms and they sticking because of the, the chip from the vaccination. I don't know. I really... I don't really care if Big Brother is watching me yet. You know what I mean? I'm not committing no crimes. Big crime. Brother has already done, been so. watching us. You know what I mean? Big Brother has been watching us for years. Hey, hey, <laughs> Big Brother is right there. Enjoy the show. Ain't nothing real entertaining going on over here. You know what I mean? So <laughs> enjoy the show. So it don't, it don't mind me too much. But uh, by June 15th in California, everything's going to be wide. Everything's going to be wide open. They removing the mask uh, mandates. They going to like the tier system. Like the pandemic never happened come June, so I think uh, I'll be interested. To see. But I heard in some parts of the some parts of the world, 
the virus is really expanding a little bit. Like in um Mexico, I heard Mexico's numbers are really up. They got a a, a rise in, in cases there. You know what I mean? So different parts of the country, I think they're gonna have it's gonna start to uh, those variants is gonna start to take effect again. But I'm hoping it's the end of it. You know what I mean? I hope we're at the end. I hope that it is. But when we give these mixed messages about safety, it's mm-hmm. gonna be hard to institute any of them moving forward if we need to. So that's another reason why I was like, why did you do that? <laughs> because now they- it, with the mask thing, it's just the mixed messages. Like you said, if anything are, is to happen moving forward, people are just at this point because of those mixed messages. And it's going to be really hard to reinstate or whatever, anything that if we need to, because we don't know what's yeah. going to happen. We have no idea. So. There's no chance of shutting the country back down again. There's no chance of shutting the states back down again. There's no chances of any of that. I think they got the right about. Have you seen fuel prices? Fuel prices are about $10 a gallon right now. I might Insane. be uh, exaggerating just a little bit, but it, you know, you got to take you got to take a second out on your mortgage just to go to the store nowadays. It's so expensive. Fuel is crazy. In the summertime, fuel is already crazy. But right. it's got it's got everybody kind of rethinking their leisure time. You planning all your trips out. I got nothing but V8s. I got nothing but, you know, V8s outside, you know, and I so I wonder, you know, I, I, I'm always trying to take this, the smaller commuter cars around because they're less in gas. But them are, you know, saying even getting crazy. So you got to think about all them trips now. But I think all that is tied into the pandemic. You know what I mean? Somehow. But even the way that um, what they said, hackers like got into the system. And so with the whole gas thing. And that's why gas was so tied up for yeah. so long. Just the fact that somebody I don't know what whether that's true or not. But if it is, the fact that somebody can do that for gas means that it can be done in any way possible. So, uh, yeah, I've been I'm look, I've been watching this show called The Startup on Netflix. I watched the whole thing. I binge watched it. It was crazy, right? We crazy. could talk about that. That could be a whole podcast. It is. And, and it's got to be some uh, true. I feel like the movies, they get them ideas from somewhere, you know, so it's it's literally when they say um somebody hacked into the system i really believe that they're just a kid somewhere that's really smart that knows coding and all that type of stuff that just you know shutting everything down but that that, that show was kind of like uh an awakening i know it's hollywood but that show was kind of an awakening for kind of for what's going on in the world you know and uh but also when i when i hear uh when you hear somebody hack when you hear somebody hack the system it makes you feel like okay, who's behind that person hacking the system? There's got to be something political behind that. Like in the show Startup, there was always somebody, I don't want to spoil it for people who ain't seen it yet, but there was always somebody with the government behind them for uh, playing that hand a little bit or or criticism. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was but but it was dope. We'll see. Let's, let's, but let's enjoy right now. The sun is out. We're getting close to summer. You know what I mean? Uh, pandemic look like it's, it's look like it's over with. Or at least everyone thinks it's over with. That's what Ooh. it looks like. <laughs> oh, fact, fact, fact. Yeah. What's, been, what's been going on in the news lately, you know? There's been a lot going on. What are we talking about? Sports news? News news? Like, What's been the number one topic or story that you've been tapped in with? Like, Honestly, I've been tapped into that whole Joe Budden podcast situation. I don't know mm-hmm. if you have been following this. Mm-hmm. But, like, did you did you listen to the podcast at all? I did. I listened to like uh, I listened to like 30 minutes of Joe's podcast. 
um, because he cut it off. I don't know. So I didn't I didn't really tap into what the whole discussion was about because he they ended up cutting it off of his. But I did check out um, Rory and Maul's podcast. So I, I, I was able to kind of get their side of the story. And I got like the just I, I, I'm assuming I got the just of what Joe Button was kind of talking about. What do you think about it? So. I used to actually listen to the podcast back in the day. Well, not back. I would probably say a couple years ago. Um, mm-hmm. I listened to it, you know, all the time. Um, and then it just got to a point where a lot of the topics were just not topics that I really wanted to like listen to every week. I was like, mm-hmm. I could spend my time doing this, you know, mm-hmm. listening to something else or yeah. reading or doing whatever. So I just decided not to listen to it. But then I heard um, that they were splitting up like, Rory, mm-hmm. Maul, and then Joe, they were all splitting up. And I was sad about that because one thing that I liked about the podcast was, you know, they were friends. Like, it was yeah. like friends sitting in a room talking. Yeah. Um, but apparently, from what I understand, and again, there's always three sides of the story, right? But um, literally, it was just business. Like, yeah. they set up this podcast and... Um, they've been going for years. They've been doing live shows, all of that stuff. But I guess uh. the actual business side was not buttoned up. So Rory and Maul, <laughs> I mean, that's at a all. good one. Uh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So Rory and Maul, they just wanted to see the books. They wanted to see like yeah. what money was coming in, what percentage they were getting. Well, I guess they knew the percentage, but they didn't understand uh. what the money was coming from or where it, it was coming from. So yeah. they wanted to see. The financials. I think they said that over and over again. They want to see the financials. Um, and Joe was like, no, uh, it's my company. This is my podcast. And yeah. I'm going to do what I do. And you guys are replaceable. I mean, yeah. and he did. Literally yeah. told them not to come in. And then had these two dudes sitting in their spots, which I just, that part was disheartening to me. Because I'm like, I okay. don't do that. Next, All right, let's, one, you know. That okay, let's let, 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 let's back up a little bit. And I did hear Rory and Maul say, um, I did hear them say that he he felt some type of way about the two dudes. He felt like there had must have been some talk, um, people kind of having side conversations the whole time. Um, but I'm also when he said that, it made me click. It said it made me think that, okay, I agree with that, but there also must have had to have been some conversations between uh, between Rory and Maul the whole time. You know what I mean? They like yeah. that didn't they, they them two together had been kind of probably talking about this conversation, having this conversation, you know, um, for uh, for 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 years. And just to back up a little bit, you know, podcasting for the most part um, got real popular over what the last few years or so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So podcasting is fairly uh, new. Um, everybody in it is trying to figure out what the standard is. There really is no blueprint. I think you got Joe Rogan and I think you got everybody else looking up, trying to, you know, he's kind of leading the pack and everybody else is kind of looking up, trying to get there. You got some podcasts that are doing great. There's some podcasts doing great that don't even get no notoriety that you don't know about. Um, there's some of those, uh, CNN podcasts do numbers. You know what I mean? There's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot in the industry is super over flooded, but everybody's kind of trying to figure it out. On top of that, podcasting takes, you know, it takes a while to, to monetize it. You know, you're not monetizing it overnight. You know, it takes years. You look at some of the better podcasts, they're at 100 plus episodes or 1,500 or more uh, episodes. And like we said on the previous um, show, uh, there was a, a comedian that said, if you want to start a podcast, 
um, be prepared to do 100 episodes that nobody's ever listened to. You know what no I'm saying? Doubt. So nobody's nobody's figured out. So what I'm saying is, my point is, when you get into this, um, you probably, in the beginning, you're probably not necessarily thinking dollar signs at first. Um, they were probably, okay, we're going to do business with Joe. We know him. He's cool, whatever. Um, they probably were thinking good opportunities, some exposure. And and I noticed that they said that they had a they had a contract with him directly, contract based on percentage directly. And like I say, without knowing everything about it, not knowing everything about the business, um, you you would you would think maybe they should try to figure out a way to have some type of uh, structure with who was actually um, paying Joe. So I don't know who they were dealing with. I don't know who the what the platform was at the time. Um, maybe they should have figured that part out. And I always feel like if you figure out all the business stuff in the beginning, from the beginning, then I think it'll solve, you know, the problems later. There should have been some literature to where he couldn't withhold the books from you. You know what I mean? You know, Because it said that they were having problems getting the actual uh, account. Uh, the, um, they wanted to see their, their deal was based on percentages. So they need to know how much he made. To, uh, how, right. how much he produced to really to know you know the percentages well and i you are correct like everything should be buttoned up from the beginning with mm -hmm. friends or not right but then you also do add that friendship thing in there they were just sitting in a living room talking that's how they started it and so yeah. i can see how those things could go by the wayside however i will say the thing that they did have buttoned up was the percentage right? Mm -hmm. They knew that they were going to get a certain percentage and they were asking to see the books mm -hmm. and they, the books were not given to them in the right format. From what I understand, mm -hmm. the books that were given to them was like an Excel spreadsheet that mm -hmm. just had a bunch of numbers put in, but it didn't have a breakdown of everything. It wasn't an actual financial report of mm -hmm. what was coming in. They gave an example of the live shows that they did. They would get the same amount of money at every single live show. And they're like, this mm -hmm. doesn't work because we're selling 7,000 seats over here and three over here. So mm -hmm. why am I getting the same amount? And so that would give me a red flag too. Like I'd be like, okay, I need to see those numbers now because this isn't even adding up from the outside, let alone within the financials. So if they're asking and they're asking and they're not getting, that doesn't mean that that percentage wasn't buttoned up. It just means that the books weren't given that part. The the part of showing it wasn't buttoned up. But also, um, right before we came on here mm -hmm. today, and you know, we can talk about this later on because we both haven't seen it. But Joe put up a pod basically saying that it was his fault for not being the leader in that way that he should have when it mm -hmm. comes to um, for not being the leader in the way that he should have when it comes to actually you know, making sure that the contracts are right, making sure that people are happy being, if that is your network, because he has a Joe Budden mm -hmm. podcast network, I believe, or mm -hmm. maybe just like a media network in general mm -hmm. um, for not doing it in the way that he was supposed to do it as the person who is the head of all of it. And, and I appreciated that. that he well, you know, that. you know, you know, I just, I feel like nobody expects, um, any, nobody in podcast majority of people you know get into podcasting 
um, lot, for different reasons. It could be therapy. It could be just like you just love to talk about different topics. But I don't think people are getting into podcasting and seeing, you know, seeing seeing dollar signs, you know, off off the bat. And so I, I, I although I, if you said he came out and he took some accountability in that, um, that's cool. That also could been um, that also could be a PR thing. Who knows what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who knows what's going on behind behind the scenes? Um, they started a new podcast that looks like it's going to be doing pretty well um, themselves. It, that could have been be, that 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 whole apology could have been to get people like yourself to be like to say exactly what you just said. I appreciate that. and so it, that would mean it was successful. You know what I mean? Well, and, I'm not going to listen to. Joe's podcasting like I I don't want to because okay. I actually came for all of them when I listened okay. to it not just Joe Joe is um he's not particularly my cup of tea by himself mm-hmm. okay. so and then um but I will say this too let me ask you this question so mm-hmm. let's say we build this podcast we build this podcast mm-hmm. together and Spotify comes to us with a multi-million dollar deal and I mm-hmm. turn it down. Like, let's say, let's say that, no, 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 let's flip it. Let's say, cause you started this podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Spotify comes to you and says, well, I'm going to give you a multi-million dollar deal, but you decide that you want to start your own company. So you're going to reject that. Do you think that I shouldn't ask you, like I shouldn't be in that account at all? If I'm, doing podcast after podcast. I think they're on like 500 and something podcasts. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just making that number up, but you wouldn't even like come like talk that over with me. You would just say, ah, it's mine. So like, even no. though we built it, you started it, but we built it. You wouldn't like talk to me about that deal because that's taking millions out of my pocket. You I, know what I'm I saying? definitely, I definitely would talk to you about that deal. The difference is, is I don't know what's where I don't know where Joe Budden is mentally. Joe Budden could be like, I am the podcast. This is this is I'm driving it. We're only getting offered these deals because of me. Um, you know, you know what I'm you know what I'm so either way, with or without you, this is gonna this is gonna take off. You know what I'm saying? With the difference between me is I'm approaching it as if you're an asset, you understand, to to, yes. to what we're doing. So I would continue that. And then this is the thing. My point is you would have to, to me, you have to have these discussions prior. A lot of times people are in la-la land when no money is flowing or when there's no big deals on the table. People are in la-la land. You see people sign record deals all the time because they so fucking excited to get their families out the hood. They so excited to uh, uh, finally make some money and they feel like they feel like the offer was the, the end game. You know what yeah. I mean? So a lot of times they're in La La Land, they're oblivious, the paperwork ain't right. Um, and it starts there. It has to start in the beginning. You have to, when you do it, and, and, and you mentioned the friend part, you mentioned the friend part. The friends in business, that doesn't even, you can't, it, it doesn't even go in the same sentence. You can't put it together. No, there's no way to spin that. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. I own barbershops. I had a lot of friends working in my barbershops. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the disconnect there? Could you imagine the things I went through with friends and family inside of an establishment? It just doesn't work. 
Main reason why when the business aspect of it fails, you end up losing both. You end up losing the friendship and you end up losing the business relationship. And it just and it just it just it just doesn't work. And then there's always going to be this hierarchy disconnect, different mm-hmm. mindsets. Joe Budden is approaching it like a boss. I something I started. I'm the owner. His mindset is there. Um, even though they're all partners and they're equal partners, they still kind of subconsciously are approaching it like we're an employee with an employee mindset. And and the thing about that is, if 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 you if you have to ask him for the books, then you are then you ha- then your situation is an is an owner employee mindset so there's just two different visions there's disconnect and what typically happens in these situations is the allies usually the the people that are that have that employee mindset they tend to come together and they tend to become allies and they talk every day after the show every day after they film the podcast and they saw joe button getting the credit for everything they saw his name they see his name on the cover of it every single time that happens they're having discussions about it, I promise you. I agree with you. But from listening to what Rory and Maul said, mm-hmm. they never said that it wasn't his podcast. They understood that they were brought onto the podcast. But I think what was so confusing and disheartening for me to watch is that mm-hmm. Joe basically said that they didn't do anything. Like, that success would have happened with or without them. And that is absolutely not true. I think that was absolutely ego. Absolutely not true. I think I think I think that was ego, and he knows better. He, listen, Joe Budden didn't want to sit in this podcast and sit there and talk to himself all night. Like, come on, like that ain't no fun in that. You know what I mean? Um, right. it, it, Joe Rogan it does it, but he brings in a guest, and he, he, he very few personalities can sit there and like have a discussion you know, with themselves all day. He knows what they added to the conversation. He knows what they, and one, but one thing I will say is, um, they did go to bat for him. They did go to bat for him when, um, when, when, uh, Gilly and Wallow, the issue with them, they, they, they really went to bat for, um, Joe in, uh, in, uh, the podcast, when he, uh, said they, cause they had a beef with the million dollars worth of game podcast at one point. Um, on some things that was said about IPs and different things like that. And they really went the back. So I, I know they were 100% um, all in, but yeah. at, at but at some point, this is no different than the, than a, uh, than a boy band. This is no different than a singer. It's, it, whenever you have, a, whenever you have a lead singer and then you also have the counterparts, Unless everything is in perspective and everybody can like kind of humble that you, you're going to always have. There's just total different interests. Joe Budden may have made the wrong, played the wrong move by trying to withhold the books and not giving them, showing them the books when they asked for it. But he's also at that time, he's looking at probably his interest and he probably is like, okay, there's a bunch of other things that I got going on uh, that I may or may not have gotten this deal and grown this because of the podcast, but I don't know if I necessarily want to add that, that, that doesn't actually include Rory and Maul. You know what I mean? Because, but it is kind of, so like, well, we'll just, let's not even talk about that. We'll just leave that over there, but it may show up on the books, but they weren't with me in, 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 in Jersey when I did this event, um, 
with the podcast name on it and I got paid, uh, you know, 30 grand, whatever the number was to, to you know, to do that. Um, it, and then and then also when you like take basketball, right? There was a time when in the NBA when you had like players like, OK, because the players actually make the game, players were like thinking that they should have like an equal percentage, you know what I'm saying, as the as the owners, you know, and to some uh, degree, I without the players, there is no game. I agree with that. But the part that's hard for me is that what was your initial investment? You know what I mean? Who like when when you start a business, when you when you make the initial investment, it's like it's like you buy a home, you make the initial investment and then you have somebody come in and 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 live with you and they help you pay all the bills. They even help you pay the mortgage. And then at that point, they but because they add it to your home, they feel like they, they should have equal of everything that's kind of going on. And it don't work, you know, it don't work like that because you assumed all the risk. Joe Budden assumed all the risk. It was Joe he Budden's did. idea to go ahead and start the Joe Budden podcast. You can't take that with him. He made the initial investments. He assumed all the risk. And so these are things that you have to talk about in the beginning. You do. He assumed the risk, but when he brought them on, it catapulted the podcast in ways that would not have happened if they weren't on there. You have to prove that, though. You have to prove that. Numbers. Like, you can look at numbers. You can look at them securing... the, the deals to go on the road and do the live podcast. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see all of them. They didn't want to see mm-hmm. just Joe. Like they mm-hmm. came to see all of them. It was a group. Like yeah. it wasn't just like his name is on there. So yes, they went in there, they negotiated a percentage and they weren't yeah. getting what they were supposed to. Like, no, I'm sorry, but if no, I'm, no, if I'm it, on the road say, and it, I it, see it, that it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that they weren't getting what they were supposed to. It said that they didn't even know what they were supposed to get because they didn't know what came in. Right. But when when they got those uh, like numbers that were in the Intel spreadsheet or whatever, whatever it's called, what's it called? Excel spreadsheet. When they got that right, Uh they saw a discrepancy in those little primary numbers. They were like, well, if this isn't right, then it all can't be right. If I'm being paid two thousand dollars, I'm just making this up, two thousand dollars at every venue we go to. And there's different tickets different amount of tickets sold and whatever, there's no fluctuation. That's not right either. Like there were things that were not adding up. So they wanted, there were things that were not adding up. So they wanted to see the books to see exactly what wasn't adding up. And they weren't given that opportunity. So did they think Joe, did they think Joe was cooking the books? Because sometimes no, it feel like, they, like it's sometimes it feel like if it, it it's all good until it ain't all good. You know what I mean? And this is and this so, is and this is and this is why this is uh, this is why I feel like everybody is like, oh shit, we blowing up. It's Rory Mall. It's Joe Budge. We having fun. We got three million views. Look at all the Instagram attention that we getting. It's going crazy. And then you get used to that. Then you get used to that. Then it's like. Just, just, just for example, in my industry, every every barber that has ever came to work for me, the first thing they say is not work with me. I'll say partner with me. I rent booths, so to partner with me, they they their own bosses, right? Mm-hmm. When they first walk in, and we have that interview, everybody's like, "Thank, you. appreciate the opportunity. Very thankful for the opportunity." 
then I'll, then I'll get a follow-up call a week or two later. Thank you, man. Appreciate the opportunity. You know, I'm this is a dope shop, right? Then a few months go by. A few months go by. Things are happening in their lives. Things they want. They got their own visions, their own goals. So they looking around the room. They like, damn. Well, how many he got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 chairs. Damn, there's 20 chairs in here. Let me see. Let me do the math. 20 times 200 a week. So that's 800 a month times 20. Holy shit. That's a lot of fucking money that Brownie has, is bringing in, right? So, because they're not on their A-game and they're not on their grind, they're like, damn, he made this. Everybody's paying him. I haven't been to work two, three times this week. I've been slacking, and I'm, I got these, these bills over my head. The resentment starts to grow. And you know what happens is you look to your, the barber next to you. His resentment is growing, too. Now you got an ally. Then you look to the barber to your right of you. His resentment is starting to grow. Now you got another ally. So now everything is feeling this thing when when at the end of the day i'm just a businessman protecting my interests and doing what i have to do for my family it's just simple business you understand what i'm saying right but in the but in the beginning when they don't remember the day they came in on that interview they they we we usually have our interviews in the back of the shop so they walked past 20 chairs the day of the interview but it never bothered them the 20 chairs they saw never bothered them in the interview because it was an opportunity for them at the time. But then once they got used to it, so that was, they was in La La Land. Then once they got used to it, they was like, you know, oh, this is not, let's, and as time goes by, then you start to think and these light bulbs start to go out. Roy and Marsh should have took care of all this stuff from the gate. Three, when you talk about three, four years passing, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for that. No, and I completely agree, but I think there's also no excuse for not seeing what these men have put into your podcast and doing right by them either. So that's, I'm not that's, saying, that's, yep. right. I'm not saying Rory and Maul were right, mm-hmm. but Joe was wrong. You know, they, they were both wrong and they were both like, I think this is a lesson, unfortunately. It, and, you know, it ended friendships that have been there for longer than a podcast has. And I hate that part of it, but this mm-hmm. is a lesson for both of them. That's, this is a lesson for both of them to learn from. This is definitely, but also going back to the but going back to the financials though, we've seen at a time or ten where somebody in finance is like messing with the books, like and so they one of the reasons why they wanted to look is just to make sure that this person who was handling the finances was handling them correctly as well. I mean, even Joe said that he's been burned by people that handle the finances before. So. Yeah. You know, that was actually something they wanted to look at for both of them. You, you for both you Joe only, and them. You only get what you negotiate. That's first and f- that's first and foremost. And you can't leave shit out and then try to backtrack and figure it out. Mm-hmm. What what to be, when when you talk about him not acknowledging what they brought to the show, that's all ethics and morals and like that's like. Uh, that's an honor honor system. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't in black and white because that's subjective. Who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows what uh, I've seen people uh, at, at some point I thought that uh, on the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, I thought that white girl was like 
uh, a big addition. I was like, why would he get rid of her? They got rid of her. And for whatever reason, and the numbers even soared even more. So, I mean, it's so subjective. Who's sitting around? Who who, who can sit around and but look that, at that and say, how do you figure that out? Who knows? You but know that I mean? still doesn't negate what she brought to the podcast during the time she was on there. Yeah. She brought listeners. Yeah. Period. So that's, yeah. So that's 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 uh, morally, probably ethically wrong and some just as a man, as far as integrity. That's something that he should just as a human being, he should know and acknowledge what they brought to the show. But that's yeah. But that's not illegal. That's not like cooking. The, that's not like uh, cooking the books. That's sub, that's just subjective, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, but a, it's still wrong. Yeah, but yeah, but 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 it's but still wrong. wrong to be a trash person. Like, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that you have a contract about it and you're not going to get any type of money from that. But it's still wrong. I get it. But business is not really about right or wrong. It's business. It's just about business. It's like, and so I, I, I'm i just a big, uh, I'm big on like, take care of your business all the way through. Like there, I don't care what I've watched their podcasts. I don't care what you say. There was la la. Uh, there's too many moments in there when they, where they were in la la land. I feel like where they let things pass because they were in that, uh, that gray area of damn great opportunity, uh, upside, um, uh, equity, but I'm getting, but at the end of the day, I'm kind of feel like I'm getting fucked. I kind of don't feel like I'm getting everything I need, but, uh, but the upside is great. Um, so I'm gonna just keep my eye on the big picture. And that was great. They did to me. It seems like they did that for, you know, for Joe and he should recognize that, but it, but sometimes it just really don't work out. And, and look, they being talked about. So they actually did win. It may not have been uh monetized, but you know, they 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 doing numbers, they got big names, you know, right now. So they did win. But I just feel like, man, like even even uh with, with myself and you, I had a co-host prior to you um that didn't work out. So I've been there from trying to like recreate things and try to figure things out, and you get going and ain't there, and things just kind of don't work out. You go in different directions, and then you come in and I'm like, boom great chemistry but like we always talk about let's I, I need to know the things that you're looking for from the podcast i need to know mm-hmm. what you doing it's not just about me starting it we understand that i you know started this podcast but what is it that you're trying to gain from it where are we trying to take it you've been helping me build it so getting those things in order from the beginning i think are very important i think it's key to not Put it because right now we're not making a dime. We're doing this for free. You know what I mean? We ain't making yeah. no money from the podcast. So I think it's important for us to uh still understand how important the, the business side of it is prior to it getting super big. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want Absolutely. you to ever be oh, just okay with something because it's the start of it. No, let's think about let's think about you know, the possibilities, where we could be, where we plan to be. We just, I plan on this being the biggest podcast in the world pretty soon. So we, we, but we have to think like that now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But the difference is you are thinking that and leading that. And of course I was going to, I would say something too, because that's just the type, you know, we're on the same page when it comes to that. Yeah. But Joe didn't do that. And Rory and Maul didn't do that. They both failed in this. This is both a lesson for them. But at the end of the day, it's just sad because a friendship is over. 
and yeah, and that's yeah. and that's what it all comes but, down to. For but me. but you know, but you know, Joe Joe has been institutionalized as well. You know, he's been a part of a toxic music industry as well for a mm-hmm. lot of years. You know, and when you and when you kind of grow, when you kind of in them environments, um, uh, sometimes you can look at it like. If you if 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 you were a foster like take a take a, a a foster kid, some foster kids can can take that situation and say, all right, I want to be the total opposite, and I'm gonna let this drive me to be better and be great and make do everything. Or you could become a product of that. You know what I mean? You can become everything that's negative because of your circumstances. And sometimes, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and sometimes, and, 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 and you can, and judging by Joe Budden's music career, I can, without knowing the exact, I can tell he's been on the, um, cause he was a talented artist, but I can tell he's been on the, 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 the bad side of, 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 of contractual stuff. Um, probably his whole career. So who knows what he's dealt with? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, well, and, and, and probably, that's one of the reasons why he walked away he, that's one of the reasons why he walked away from the Spotify deal is because mm. he wanted ownership. He he wanted to end that whole situation where people were getting over on him or whatever. Like he wanted to lead the charge. And I think that is what he talked. One of the things he talked about in his podcast today was that he needs to evaluate the way that he's doing that and the yes. way that he does it moving forward. But see, some, but that's what I'm saying. See, ownership and titles, sometimes people... Like you bite off more than you can chew. A lot of times, people. A lot of times, people want a hundred percent of a thousand dollars, rather than have two percent of a billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? And so, when you decide to take ownership of it, because had he took the Spotify deal, then Rory and Ma be having this conversation with Spotify. When you decide to sit there and say, "I want ownership," I want to take every. every when you take on that, now you got to deal with this shit. Now you right. got a deal. Now you got a deal. Now they're hitting you like, hey, look, something wrong with our deal. And and that's what I that's what I understand about people. Like a lot of people, I know, I know guys who I know guy, and I always use this reference because that's my background, but I know guys who were making a ton of money behind a chair that decided behind like renting a booth in a barbershop and were making a ton of money, but decided that because of the title of it and and something about saying I own something, um they said, okay, I want something for me. I want to take off and I want to go open up my own shop. Great. More power to you. Boom. But you got to take everything that comes because along with that, because you know what, the, the, during the pandemic, when the barbering industry was shut down, you know what it affected? It affected the people that wanted to be, have ownership, you know, in these things. It didn't affect the actual people that were uh, renting the chairs. They were getting unemployment. They were getting those type of things. You know what it affected? But you can't, no, but you can't be upset about it. You signed up for this. Joe Biden right. signed up for this. When you decide to say, I want to take ownership, you signed up for this. And yeah. now you got it. It's just a part of it. You're going to deal with this from this point on. There's there's a, there's people trying to blame P. Diddy for uh, what was going on with. Uh, I'm drawing a blank and I feel so disrespectful on the one who just died. Uh, like, whoa, uh, Black Rob. I'm sorry. I was just oh, yeah. Blank. So there's people that's blaming P. Diddy for Black Rob's you know, his condition and the things he was going through. I, I guarantee for every every two people that salute Diddy, there's 20 people that were signed to his label that going to call him a crook. There's Absolutely. always going to be this, this, there's always this disconnect. That's why you got to handle your business. And I don't think yeah. enough people are just really handling their business. They play, they, they uh, being victimized and playing a victim role. And I don't, I don't agree with that. 
Yeah. So the moral of the story is handle your business, no matter what you're doing, like whether you're on a podcast, leading a podcast, creating a podcast, like there are tiers to handling your business. Handle your business. Don't get so caught up in the, don't get so caught up into, into the glitz, you know, and the glamour of things. Don't get so caught up into, you know, all that, because eventually that stuff gets old. You have to take, you have to take, you have to keep things in perspective and take care of your business. The the one thing, and I agree a lot with what Rory and Mar were saying, and I also see, like you said, I see some things in, you know, Joe Button. A lot of this was a learning process, but the problem, the only problem that I have with what Rory and Mar was saying, that they were able to get three, four years past, and this is just now a conversation. That's the problem that I have with it. So when I hear that, what that tells me is, you were enjoying it in La La Land at the at the time at the, at the time. Just if you weren't making the money you thought you were making, the notoriety was good enough. The uh, celebrity of it was good enough at the time. Uh, you were building your brand that was good enough at the time until it wasn't good enough no more. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I have a problem. That's what I have a problem with. Flat out, you got to take care of your business from the beginning. All this talk about lawyers, okay? You had lawyers in the beginning, obviously. Like all, like it's it's easy to sit there and play the victim role. You know, I get that. I think there was good and bad done on both parts. But I think if you if you yeah. sit down and you take care of your business from the gate, I think you alleviate a lot of problems. I, don't know. I, I just yep. think so. I agree. We just talked for a whole forty five minutes, and we agree. <laughs> but 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 do do you think like but do you really do you think like podcasts i'm trying to the interesting part about podcasts is i'm trying to figure out is it the is it the future of media or be like is it but because on the flip side of that you look at how over flooded it is right you look at everybody in there i gotta i gotta call it today about so text today somebody said hey my um, um, my pops wants some equipment because he wants to. Uh, he uh, wants to do a podcast about Jamaican music. What should he buy? So it's accessible to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So is it the, right. is it the future of media? But it seems like it's starting to turn into the future of communication. You know what I mean? Because there's so many. So not everybody's going to be able to monetize this. But what do you see like in the future of podcasting? I definitely see that it's going to be strong for years and years to come. I know for me, mm-hmm. I. I literally listen to them like they're episodes of TV. Like I've, I will binge through a podcast if I find a good one that I like, like I'll do Mm -hmm. that just like I would on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh And I think it is accessible to everyone, but there is a total business and chemistry of podcasting that not everybody has. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to really produce a podcast. You have to make sure that what you're talking about is relevant and that your voice is charismatic and can be heard, you know? So there's a lot of different things, just like every other type of media, you have to have a certain talent to be able to execute it, whether it be behind the scenes in production Mm -hmm. to the people who are actually on it. Um, And so that formula is hard to achieve, but when it, is achieved i think those are going to be the future of media um 
But yeah, no, I think anything, any kind of digital media is the future of media in my mind. Like obviously cable is going out the window. Um, Streaming services are having a little bit of a, you know, Uh um, a surge, but really anything online, especially in short form. Now people Mm -hmm. are, because of social media, we're being conditioned to literally just like watch things in little spurts. Um, Mm -hmm. That is is going to be the future of media. Um, this, yeah. you know, our phones, we're going to be watching most of it on our phones. Yeah. Like that's yeah. what they want, and that's what's being pushed and to I, us. So, and I also, I also feel like um, there's like uh, you're right, and I also feel like you know over time, your listeners start to kind of build a a, a rapport with you, a relationship yeah. kind of with you over time, and I think that's what. Um, helps you uh and, and, then, and then you got you got niche podcasts you got uh you know you have uh general conversations you got you got different things you got uh you got like all you got all the smoke did you see you see what's going on with all this with uh uh matt Barnes and uh you see i at uh stack jack and then right now it's crazy right Woo man think, let me tell you i i think that i think they kind of woke a sleeping giant well, certainly, certainly. And personally, I think he might just want to go right on back to bed. Um, Kwame, I mean, I understand that he has been through a lot mm-hmm. in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that people have talked about him. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm going to say he didn't draft himself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he didn't draft himself. And so that part is really, really, really hard for me because, yeah. like, just let this man live. But he is out of line. In my opinion, I I, I think out of uh, line. yeah I think uh I don't know I think uh you you think Kwame's out of line? I absolutely do because I, we're talking about we're talking about basketball things like this is what they that what they were talking about online. Yeah, he has yeah, made it yeah, personal. Yeah, he has yeah, attacked yeah, everybody. Yeah, he yeah, you know yeah. he it's, he but, crossed but this is that what, line. But this is what happens, and I also I, I agree with you. I do if I do feel like it didn't what they whatever they said or did didn't warrant the attack. But you got you got this guy sitting at home, out of the league. He probably got twenty years of 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 hearing of the Jamarcus Russell jokes. You know what I'm saying? Twenty years mm-hmm. of those probably built up and pent up. And haven't had a platform to really get it off his chest. So when you do this, you like, okay, you get somebody, okay, they're at home, they hear it, and you like, damn. And he's he, light bulb goes off for him. He like, man, I could, I could uh now I can get lit real quick. So let me, let me use I'm I'm gonna respond back and I'm gonna use this platform, their platform to really build myself up and do some and actually do some cloud chasing. You know what I'm saying? Because that's becoming real popular. So what they did was they gave it was the it was the setup. You know what I'm saying? They opened the door for it. You know what I'm saying? When I would have just let sleeping dogs lie, really. Yeah, they did open the door, and I think he's got like 30,000. Instagram followers and a whole bunch of people on YouTube and all this since it's happened. Uh-huh. But like, he's coming for people and talking like he's com- like Jamel Hill. Like he went in on her, came for her sexuality, said she doesn't hang around with black people, did all this stuff that has nothing to yeah. do with the issue that we're talking about. Yeah. And the things that he is saying, like, I mean, I was listening to one of his um, IG lives and he talked about people so bad on yeah. there that had nothing to even do with the issue. Right. That's 
where you are going wrong, bruh. Like, and then even coming from Matt, like, he was talking about, um, you know, Matt losing his girl to another NBA. You know, doing all this stuff, that has nothing to do with the fact that you didn't do anything when you were in the league. Like, that and and that's and they didn't even really say it like that. It wasn't even. Yeah, I mean, yeah, literally, it was like yeah, little yeah, things. Feel, yeah, yeah, I feel, I feel the same way. I feel like uh, Matt, like Matt, he did with like I don't. He can't control what Gloria does. Like he took care of his bit when he when when it was when he found out about it. He took care of his business. So I don't right. understand. I don't understand. Like to me, Matt shouldn't feel no way about him. What he's saying about. Uh, 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 the, 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 his female relationship, like that type of stuff. He shouldn't feel no way. It's like, because nobody's exempt from them things, uh, happening, you know, to you. So I don't think he should feel no way about that. That's not a reflection of, of, uh, a match manhood. I know Matt, I know Matt is solid. And he, and when he found out about it, he, like a lot of people probably would have disagreed with how he actually handled it. But he, to me, he went and did what he had to do. I, I'm actually glad he went and did what he had to do because it probably would be haunting him today if he didn't go take care of his business. But he can't no. grow with Gloria, what Gloria does. He can't. But but my point is that shouldn't even be in the conversation. Like, uh, Kwame, yeah. why are you even bringing you that up? That has nothing the, to do with but, but you didn't play the... Did you, did, you, did you ever play the dozens in the hood? Did you ever have... Look, like, I because, understand what you're saying. Because, because, because let me tell you, when you open the door for this shit, like when you can't ain't shit off limits, nothing is off limits. So you can't, you can't make, you can't, you can't get in though. You can't get yeah, involved but, in those things and then say, all right, we can't talk about mamas, daughters, dogs. No, no, ain't nothing, ain't shit off limits. If we are, it's, it's, once you open that can of work, it's fair game. That's why I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't play the dozens. We used to have this. We I had a, had a barber and one of my saw a good friend of mine's name was Perry. He made it clear. I don't play them games. Y'all don't joke with me because if you do, this is how I'm going to respond. And ain't and nothing, I get and it. nothing. Nothing's off limits, Alicia. But what did they say? What did they say that would make him come forever? I'm talking about everybody. Like say very inappropriate things about, you know, black women. Um, sometimes, he, it he's attacking... you, sometimes it ain't what you say; nah. it's what you don't say. It's the gesture. He's wrong for that. <laughs> he's wrong no, you, for that. But I, I will say this: he's going yeah. to be on all the smoke. He will be on it. Matt even invited him on there, which I appreciate. But at the yeah. same time, it's almost like, dang, I really don't want to get give him that platform to say all this Why? craziness that has. Not, now, if you're going to talk about basketball, if you're going to talk no. about all the stuff that has been said about you over the years, oh, if you're going no. to talk about what Matt and them said, great. But don't come for people like Jamil Hill and other people and say crazy stuff about women and um, insinuating that, you know, questioning her sexuality and stuff like that. Like, bro, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about here. But, so if you're going to go on all but, the smoke, but, talk but, about but, the issue but, at hand. But, but, but That's least what I you want you to do. But, but, but this is the thing. Me and you are Monday morning quarterbacking right now. Like, when you went, when you, what I'm trying to do is put you in the, the mindset of a Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown has literally been abused verbally for 20 yes. years. So uh-huh. you, so... And he's literally had to sit back and watch a Jamel Hill call him a bus, a Stephen A. Smith call him a bus, every player in the league call him a bus. Like, so it, the mind space of somebody that has to had to endure that 
for years after when he's looking at it like, man, I work hard my whole life. Maybe it didn't pan out the way people thought it was, but I contributed. I did Say this for my mom. I changed my, but no, Say but, that. but I know, I know. You don't what need I'm to attack is, everybody. Say that. Go but on what, all the smoke but, and say that. But that's, say but that's what you guys, what? But that's what, what he's he... feeling. That's, but that's what he's feeling. Everybody didn't have to attack him. Yeah, but they attacked him through the game of basketball. They didn't come it, after th- his family and his mama and his sexuality and this and that. Did they? <sighs> did, no, I'm asking it was, you. It, no, but it was in response. You're right, but it was in response. He had to whack. He had to but I know, but when you bottle it up for 20 years, when you bottle it up, I don't know what it feels like to be Jamarcus Russell. You know what I mean? I don't know what it feels like for, for somebody to every. Could you imagine like when Kwame Brown and Jamarcus Russell walk around? Forget Stephen A. and Matt and and, and, and Matt Barnes. I mean, uh, uh, Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes. Right. He, they, these dudes can't even go to the grocery store without somebody heckling them. These dudes been dealing it with it for years. Imagine what they had to deal with. And so what I'm saying is, so when you poke at when you poke at somebody, even in the slightest way, that got so much um, built up, so much pressure in there, they like a propane tank. You puncture them and it's just... It's wrong, Brownie. It is wrong that that happened to him. I'm not saying it's right. It is wrong that that happened to him. Uh But it doesn't make his response right. Listen, I was bullied incessantly as a kid (laughs) for both my height and my race. Uh If I were to attack those people, whether it be like, listen, that could like if I met if I saw one of them on the street today and I just went in on them, I'm not going to say like. I would understand that I would have the reaction, but it doesn't make the reaction correct. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, but we can't. But the thing the thing about that is we only can control what we put in the universe. I can't, we have no control of what some, or how somebody responds or how they deal with things. We have no control over that. You know, that's like, that's like saying, that's like, that's like saying, that's like saying if I'm driving on a freeway and I got road rage and I cut somebody off, uh, they shouldn't give me the finger back or they shouldn't chase me down. I don't, I can't control. The only thing I can control is what I do. I can't control how somebody responds to it. But don't you think it would be so impactful to go on the podcast, All the Smoke, go on it, and talk about how that really, really affected his life and what it did to him? Like, that is a lot of people's stories. Like, bullying, for example. Like, I would appreciate the fact that he went on there and said, this is actually how it affected my life. All of you guys saying this for all these years. But instead, he talked about people's mamas and how... Like he he was just going off about everything. I mean, there's certain, like, there, I, I mean, can't there, even hear certain, your message there, in there. There's certain there's certain things you can't come back from. I get that. There's certain things, there's certain things you can't come back from. Like you cross the line, even in the streets, it's just like certain things you don't say, certain things you don't do. But at the same time, it's also when you open that, why is the why is the second wrong more wrong? You know what I mean? Why the, the respect everybody? <laughs> You know, I don't, it's just like, it's levels to why, why is what, you know, everybody got to look at themselves in this. You know what I'm saying? And it, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, you, I don't understand poking. I don't understand poking a man that's at home sleep. 
You know what I'm saying? And then when you when, it, when you wake up, you un you unleash all of this shit that he got built up for all these years. And I think that's what kind of happened. Do I think do I think Matt? Um, I only speak for Matt because I know Matt. I I I don't think Matt intentionally. Uh, to, I think it was it, we, they, a lot of times people are just being funny this dude's been the joker they, like they've been making jokes about him but I don't think when people make these jokes they know how it's affecting the person that they're I, that was something that I had to learn over time like they don't I'm know I'm not how, saying what happened something. to him was right mm-hmm. Brandy I'm not saying that I'm not saying that it was okay. right but I'm just saying like how can I hear your message how can I hear your hurt when you're just attacking people like, I want to hear, like, how did it affect you, bro? Like, he he's literally going in on but everyone no, but, about but, but, everything. But, but, like, but that, he's but, talking but nobody, about how you don't tear down asked. black men. And he's tearing down black men, women, girls, everything in all of his messages that he's saying. But, he's contradicting but nobody, himself. But nobody, but nobody in the beginning asked him how, they didn't even ask him, how does being a bus affect you? How did being a bus, a NBA first round pick and doing nothing affect you? Nobody's saying that. Everybody just. Well, made, I hope they talk nobody about that. Nobody, nobody, nobody asked him. So now the the responsibility is being shifted on Kwame Brown to be the to 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 do the right thing when nobody did the right thing in the beginning. Like he, like everybody, literally sit there and can make him the butt of their jokes for twenty years and don't think and nobody stopped to think about how it might be affecting him. Period. It's it's like it's like I got this thing where I got this thing where I say something offensive and then I, then. And somebody get mad, then I'll be like, man, why are you being so sensitive? Like, no, I'm not. That's... I'm not saying any, but listen, again, this is another example of both sides failing each other. But I am yeah. just saying the people that he's coming after have nothing to do with the discussion. Like, they're not. He, let me, I took some notes about what he said. And I was, he was like, he was talking about, um, let me see. There was points when he was talk he was giving advice um to fast he was talking about fast ass little girls listen to me. What do they have to do with the conversation? Nothing. You understand what I'm saying? But see but see but see but see, but see Alicia, now you want to be literal on somebody who's in the middle of like heated you know you like you've been in heated discussions, you've been in like conversations where things just start it's not it, he, these are these are not pre-written speeches. These are like emotion Heated a moment. An hour and so. a half long emo- emotion. Yeah, that's even worse. That, that's going even... off on everyone that has nothing to do with the issue itself. That's even Talk worse. about what that did to you. That's even worse. Like, you just look like a person who is... And, it, and I understand. Listen, I was bullied as a kid. I get it. But at the same time, like... And I know it's different. Like, everybody's path is different. I'm not trying to speak for him, but I'm just saying it's hard to hear what he's going through when he's just attacking people that don't even have anything to do with the issue. Look, listen, listen, 20 years, right? So listen, listen, this is in 20, in 20 years, this is all, this is all I'm saying. In 20 years, this is the first time we've heard a peep out of Kwame Brown, right? So he's taking the road that you're talking about for 19 years because they've been calling him a bus for 19 years. So he's taking the road that you're talking about for 19 years. What a 20th year. I, yeah. I, I, now I've exploded. You can't, you, you can't play with people. 
That's all I'm saying. The road that he's given them. Everybody you talking about, Jamil Hill has called him a bust in the past. Everybody well, you're talking about her sexuality. Has, nothing. It has nothing to do with her sexuality. I know, but when you open up, but so now, now we talking about what type of bullets we're using. So, like, what they're saying about him, how do you, how can you tell if that doesn't hurt him as much as him talking about her sexuality? This could be something that we don't even know if Kwame Brown been contemplating suicide because of these conversations. We don't know. I pray that he hasn't, and I don't want him to, but I want, like, convey to me how it has affected you. Like, tell us about this. Like, that's what I want to hear instead of the venom that is just being spewed at everybody that doesn't even have to do with the issue. But doesn't... Or people that have... But doesn't, doesn't, but doesn't the way the venom that he's throwing, doesn't that psychologically from standpoint tell you that, whoa, this is really, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do we gotta, does he gotta gotta spell it out? Like, this is really affecting them though. You know what I mean? It absolutely has. So, 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 so we, so in a world where we talk about mental health so much, when we talk about these, we talk about this so much, I don't understand, like, when you poke at some, when you constantly poke at somebody, it's like we so we downgrading what Kwame Brown has experienced and what he's. I'm been not through. downgrading it at all. I I hate that he went through that. I don't even think it was right that he went through that. But I also don't think attacking someone like, like I'm just using this as an example because uh-huh. he's he did it a bunch of times to a bunch of different people when he was talking like attacking. And again, this is all on social media. This is on live. I don't know what comments he was getting on the live. Yeah. I don't know. Because ex- I, I was watching the lives on um, YouTube. Because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't even, I, I didn't follow him. I didn't know that he was uh-huh. having these lives. So I was watching it on YouTube. So again, listen, someone might have been saying something crazy in the comments and he was responding to that. I don't know. I'm not going to say that this man isn't hurt. And he should be hurt. I'm not saying that. But I'm yeah. just saying words matter and the way that you attack people matter. And I'm just saying I wish that he could articulate, well, not even articulate it, but like let it out in a way that showed people why he was hurt, like how it hurt him and not just like attacking people because I can't see it then. And I'm not saying that he's wrong for the way that he's doing it. I just wish it was different. That's all I'm saying. I want to know what he's been through. I, I, and I and I get that. I want people to I, understand that it hurts when that when that stuff happens, I want them to understand it, but how can, how can I, I understand it? I, I, I get that. And I, I, I truly do. But the, the thing is that question wasn't posed to him. It, he was just, he, it, he was just the butt of a joke again. You know, nobody, nobody brought him on to talk about how it was affected. And, and, and this is the 20th year. And that's what I hope happens on all the smoke. Yeah. I, I really hope that it's like a but, conversation like that. Like, hey, how have these comments affected you? Like, talk about it instead of just like these attacks where like I'm not getting we're not getting to the crux of the problem. But this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Right. Because I, I, if he comes on the show, it's going to be great because it's always great um, when 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 people can, you know, talk it out. You know what I mean? When they can get on there and they can actually have a discussion and talk it out, then it goes from there. Problem is, I don't know how possible that's going to be because um, 
when it's hard when you you know when you when when you do cross the line in certain mm-hmm. things and I th- I feel like I and I feel like he did cross the you know I feel like he said some things that you can't come back from and then you got Matt tough known tough guy you got Stephen Jackson known tough guy it's gonna be I mean you saw what you saw what you saw how Jeezy got murdered when he tried to you know uh uh take the high road in a in a in a in a, in a situation. You know, I don't know, the streets is a lot different. I'm just not with the rich guy, tough guy shit anyway. I'm not the rich, the rich tough. Like, I I don't understand. I don't understand. I to me, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand why that's so uh closely connected to masculinity in our community anyway. Um, the bullshit and 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 the pissing contest, whatever, man. Like it 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 is what it is. You win some, you lose. You you win some, you lose some. Um, do you provide for your family? Do you take care of your family? Do you do the right? Do you treat people right? Do you, those are things that you know that I applaud. You know what I mean? All the other, all the other stuff, all the, that that uh, test the testosterone show and all that. You know that that really don't matter. But it'd be dope if they could get in the same room and they can have a conversation, and um and uh and and and, and figure this out. If not, then you know whatever. But I'll, at least if they can learn something, take something from it. You know, you can't, you you can't. And I personally, I, I don't, I think, I, I feel like if they knew that he would respond like that, they definitely didn't have no intentions of like. Not at all. Um, they definitely didn't have no intentions of sending him over the edge like that. You know, people joke all the time. We cap, we all the time. That's just, that's how it is growing. That's how it is growing up. People talk shit. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't really do that because I know my, my threshold, you know what I mean? I know that if somebody say something about my family, if somebody say something, you know what I mean? Then I'm, I might get, be a little bit jumpy. I'm the type of person that hold a lot in, you know, I don't really walk around with a frown on my face. I don't really have that. So, but I know when you get me to that point, then it's hard to calm me down. So, but, so I walk around and I treat everybody like I want to be treated. So because I know that about myself, I walk around that same way. I know I'm not going to push Jason to that level. I'm not going to do certain things because I know my threshold. So I just treat people with a certain level of respect. And I think what Kwame Brown was saying is y'all look, y'all can't, don't use my misfortune for y'all for, uh, for whatever y'all doing with y'all programming. And I think that's what he was trying to get at, but I really don't. And then I think, there's something that I would never know about. There's a fraternity there. You know what I mean? There's a, uh, there's a um, basketball NBA fraternity with guys, you know, I think I feel like they, you know, there's some things that you don't really necessarily do. You don't really necessarily talk about, but maybe that code get broken all the time. I don't know what that code is. I don't ask. I'm not, I shouldn't know. I'm not privy to know, but you know, it is one of them things. And I think, uh, um, I think they all take something from this. I think they'll all learn, you know, from yeah. this. And I think it'd be good. And, and like I say, man, no way. I don't, no way I feel Matt was trying to like, no. Um, no way I feel like Matt knew that. Uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know anything about Steven Jackson, but I know for sure that Matt wasn't sitting around like, man, I'm about to, uh, let me like, like, I don't, Kwame Brown does nothing for their career. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? He does nothing. So I don't think they was literally, but shit, it happens. You was the number one pick. You didn't really pan out like people thought you was. So what? People talk about Jamarcus Russell. People who cares, bro? Like, I don't understand. The sensitivity level is crazy. But like I said, you can't downplay how something affected somebody. No, I, and I, I don't want it to come off like I am, but I'm just saying like, 
you're not fighting the issue with words about the issue. Like you're yeah. fighting with words about something that has nothing to do with what you're talking about. So it's I like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell anyone how they should feel or what they should think. Like everybody's path yeah. is their own and they experience it in different ways. And like, I have my own things yeah. in my path that have happened yeah. and, and I've reacted in ways that I probably shouldn't have reacted either. So I'm not saying that his reaction is even wrong. I just wish it was different because I can't hear what he's trying to say about what happened and yeah. how it made him feel and how it hurt him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and, and and I I I agree with that, but you well as I know, um, you know as well as I know that if you know somebody that could be possibly dealing with some, it's a way to pr- approach people and it's a way to talk to people. That's also not how to do it. You know what I mean? You be um, I, I just like you treat people how you want to be treated. That's how I feel, you know, um, yeah. and 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 anybody can put themselves in uh, um, Kwame Brown's position. It could be, you know, it could have happened to anybody. And so if when you when you treat people how you want to be treated, I don't think you deal with the things, you know, I, I just don't. I think I feel like um, you get you show people the same respect um, and, and, and not even treat people how you want to be treated, you know, is treat people how you would have them treat you. You know what I'm saying? And you show people how, and you lead by example in that. And I don't feel like, you know, constantly, you know, I, I, when you look at it, man, Kwame Brown has been, been the butt of the butt of jokes for a lot of years. And for this, mm-hmm. for, 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 for this to be 20 years later and he finally speaking out about it, I, I I think he shows some kind of restraint. And I don't know if we, because he blew up, that's the, that's the product of holding it in. You know, had he, had he spoke up sooner, I think it wouldn't have been as aggressive. And I think because when you look at a Matt Barnes and a Steve Jackson, great players, but they weren't like, you know, he ain't talking about LeBron and them here. Right. And so I think, um, when you got when you got middle of the pack players kind of coming at you that way, I think that's when it was like, I think that's what seems like, man, hold up. Enough is enough. You know what I mean? Did he go too far? Absolutely. Absolutely went too far. But I also feel like, I mean, look, man, you got it's ugly out here. You got you, 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 you got just you got cast out of shoot you over stepping on a shoe. You know what I mean? Like you can't control that people's response. People respond. That's why I just give people respect. When I'm driving on the freeway, I just give people respect. You know what I'm saying? People snap, they snap. I can't, a lot of crazy shit be happening, but we, you, only thing you can control is what you put in the universe. Can't control people's response. You just can't. Right. Dope. It'd be dope if he, every, you know what I'm saying? If he heard what he heard and he said in a perfect world, he was, all right. Damn. Let me tell them my story so they can get a really understanding that I'm not a bust. But like, come on, like you got testosterone in the picture. You got, you know, two men with women sitting on TV talking about it. And like he don't have a voice yet because y'all airing it out. And I got to sit back and be like, dang, I don't don't know what that feel like. You know, they know what it feel like. I don't don't know what that feel. I don't know what that feel like. I, I, I still I still get in my feelings when I get comments about a bad haircut. Like I so. I don't, so I can imagine what these dudes feel like when you get, uh, I, you know what I mean? I just don't, I don't know. So, 
Yeah, well, and again, like I said, when we opened up this conversation, like it's not his fault that he got drafted, <laughs> that he yeah. was drafted where he was drafted, you yeah. know? So I don't, I don't understand that either. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't understand that either. However, he, he, he went, he, he's yeah. going far. He's yeah. continuing look, to, he's probably look, on IG live right now. But look, shout out to Matt. Shout out to Stack Jack. Shout out to all the smoke that dope. Dope podcast, you know what mm-hmm. what they doing in the podcast industry right now. What they doing in that, it kind of gives uh, it's an inspiration. It kind of I yeah. love it because it gives us, you know what I mean, uh, something to, uh, 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 you know, a, a bar, something that okay, this is possible. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. So, and I hope everybody can work this out, and we can everybody can you know voice their opinions and talk about it and things of that nature and get through it. But I um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's it, it, it's but hopefully they can all sit down and get past it because it's really at the end of the day, it's not about much. But it's not. But I also want him to heal. Like yeah. I don't want him to carry that. I don't want him to carry all that. So like, hopefully, what comes out of this is literally some healing because he probably maybe was, he will feel better he pro- now. He that probably he, he probably was healing, but the wound got picked. Is what I'm saying. That's what happened. No, no, I'm no. He's clearly not healed. Yeah. It, it's on his soul. Like, it's heavy. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. it's coming out in all of these different ways. So, yeah. I hope that he does. I don't want someone yeah. to go through life feeling that way. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Do anybody know, you know, like, how, I'm curious to how their relationship was prior, though. You know what I mean? I'm curious to how, you know, the on-court relationship was, the locker room uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, relationship was. You know what I mean? Were they did he were they, were they cool? Were they not cool? You know what I'm saying? I'm curious to know that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, it, it could be so many different dynamics to this that we have no clue about. Could have been yeah. so much that went on that you know what I mean. So there could be. You know there could be. We, we got we look on a brighter note. They'll work that out, you know what I'm saying. And they got they millions of reasons why they probably worked that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but we got a big game tonight. I know. I was kind of looking at the time, like uh, you know, yeah, I'm enjoying we, this podcast and everything. But we we, we gotta, gotta get, get out of here. The game starts. <laughs> we gotta in, watch the game starts in, We got the Golden State Warriors going against um, the LA Lakers. Yeah. It's gonna be a big one. It's not the end all be all game, but it's a big game for the you know for that final spot I guess for the AC. I'm still confused about the whole play in system, but I'm I am I'm a little excited. bit too. Yeah. I'm confused, but I'm excited for my people. I'm excited for Draymond. It's my dog. I want to see him do well. I know he's a champion, he's a fighter, and to see uh, him and Steph and the rest of the guys get to where they at right now. I'm excited. I can't wait. I am I'm too. really rooting for him. Um, I hope this it's windy as hell outside. I hope this wind stops because I really want to watch the game outside. I want to just be able to be loud and have a good time. You better find well, a watch- backup. I know. You better find a backup. <laughs> In the house would be the backup. Probably don't need to be outside because I'm still kind of sick. You know what I mean? But where are you watching the game at? Oh, right here in this. Like, I'm just going to move right over to the couch. <laughs> how do you watch? Right how, how, how do you watch the game? You got like pretzels, popcorn? Like, what do you do? You don't like pop- you don't like uh microwave popcorn. We established that. Wait, early. can you repeat that? Cause I couldn't hear. All I heard was microwave popcorn, and you know how I feel <laughs> about that. So I need all the context. Press you, like how do you watch the game? Like, do you like is it like a is it like a, a white claw and a pretzel? Is it like uh Hennessy and pistachios? Like, how do you watch the game? Well, um, I've never drank alcohol in my life, so it's not you kidding. alcohol. You can't I've never tried it. Yeah. Really? How'd you yeah. do that? I um, 
the the way that I got through life was looking at all of my family members who are alcoholics and okay, saying you. that if I don't start, Good I'll answer. never have to finish. Yeah. I have answer. some beautiful people in my family, but they just battle addiction and yeah. uh, I could be one of them. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Um, I don't want that for my life. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just not going to drink. Uh, but yeah. If I did drink, though, I would be a wine drinker, I think, because I'm, like, really interested in the whole, like, winemaking process yeah. and, like, yeah. how people all talk about wine and they're like, this has notes of this. I'm like, how? Like, that? Yeah. so I would be a wine drinker for sure. What, what's, what um, is the name for the wine connoisseur? Is this called a, it called a Somalian? No, no. <laughs> Somalier. <laughs> Somalier, yeah. Somalier. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was, I'm always been interested in how they figure that, uh, stuff out as, uh, as well. Always be curious of how they figure out all the little fine little details of of the wine. Cause it all tastes the same to me. The palate or whatever. Um, how do you, like, how do you know that? I don't know, but. I've had I, I've, sometimes I feel disrespectful because I get introduced to like these really big expensive bottles of wine sometimes and they're like, hey, Glenn, it tastes, and then I, and I was like, man, I, I just I, I feel like I'm I'm doing you a disservice and I'm wasting it because I can't I don't know the difference, but they really take pride in it, you know, and it's like a hobby too, you know. Okay, so why do you feel disrespectful about drinking certain bottles of wine? Because I feel like I don't have the same appreciation for it as they do. Gotcha. You know, and sometimes I feel like uh, I I want to appreciate it. But I really, and while we drinking this wine, I really like Draymond is a real wine person. He got a wine cellar at home. He's really into it. And sometimes okay. we have dinner and he brings out these two thousand dollar bottles of wine. And I really just want to ask for the tequila because I don't, I don't, I can really appreciate tequila. But I, but and when I look at him drinking the wine, like he really, uh, he really has an appreciation for it. And mm-hmm. until I do some more homework and get better, I feel like I'm wasting his wine. Well, he would probably appreciate you saying that. Like, hey, just give me the tequila real quick so he yeah, can he have knows. his little extra bottle. Yeah, his extra he know, bottles. He, he know. He, he, <laughs> he, 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 he know. He knows to hand me a cigar and a tequila. Gotcha. And 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 I'm and I'm good. Simple. I don't. I don't need the. Uh, I don't necessarily need the wine. You know. But whatever. But let, hey, let's get out of here. Hey, yes. thank you. Great, great conversation today. Um, Very much. So. Can't wait. Can't wait to the next one. This was dope. Definitely. It always is. But we definitely have a game that we need to go watch right now. So. Yes. So everybody, please subscribe, <laughs> like, review, check us out, share the podcast. We're growing. This is one of the one against the grain. Brownie Blends, Alicia J. Shout out to Blue Wire. Ben Cruz, the producer. Let's go. Jay Brum in the building with us. We're going to keep this thing moving. We'll see y'all next week. We out. See you next time.